Welcome to the Comic Web Superman Old Time Radio Podcast, where each week we bring you an exciting radio episode from the early years of the Man of Steel. The Comic Web sells old time radio programs and comic books. Comic Web also offers two other podcasts. One is a variety of old time radio programs, and the other is a video podcast of old movie serial cliffhangers. You can find them on our website, comicweb.com, or just type Comic Web into iTunes and you should find them. Now just sit back, relax, and enjoy this episode of Superman. Thank you. Kellogg's Pep, the super delicious cereal, presents The Adventures of Superman. Faster than a speeding bullet, more powerful than a locomotive, able to leap tall buildings at a single bound. Look, up in the sky, it's a bird, it's a plane, it's Superman! Suspecting the truth, that Clark Kent is in reality Superman, and determined to eliminate him before attacking the rest of the world, Henry Miller, the Nazi atom man, and Sidney, the master spy, set a trap for the Man of Steel. Calling on Kent at the Daily Planet, Sidney stated that he had made a careful study of Superman as a hobby and had discovered his double identity. But before publishing his report, he wished Kent to examine his documents. Fearful that Sidney might really know the truth and that the Atom Man might in turn discover it, Kent agreed to come to Sidney's country house that night. As we continue now, the fat spy has just left, and Kent, throwing open his office door, calls to Jimmy Olsen. Listen. Jim! Oh, Jim! Yeah? Come here, please. Hurry. What's up, Mr. Kent? Step on it before he gets away. Well, before who gets away? That fat man, Sidney. Well, I don't see any fat. Come in and close the door. Now listen closely, Jim, and don't interrupt. He's getting into the elevator. Well, who is? Sidney. Now. Oh, well, who's Sidney? I said don't interrupt. I want you to call Inspector Henderson. Don't touch that desk. Oh, gosh, what? There are fingerprints on it. Whose fingerprints? Sidney's. Now, will you please be quiet and listen? Okay, call but Call Henderson I... and ask him as a personal favor to me to get a fingerprint man up here at once. I want the prints taken off this corner of the desk and identified if possible. You got that? Oh, sure, but what's this all about? No time to tell you now, Jim. Ask Henderson if he knows anything about a man named Sidney, a retired businessman who lives at Green Meadows. That's a few miles north of Glenville on Highway 33. You got that? Sidney, retired businessman, Green Meadows. Check. Good. Then call Candy Myers and tell him I want all the dope he can get on Mr. Sidney at once. Now, today. I'll either be back later for the information or I'll call you. Now, get going. Okay, but where are you going? I'll explain everything later, Jim. Get on the phone and call Henderson first, and then Candy Myers. Hurry. Now, out of these clothes, there's no doubt about it. Sidney was implying that I'm Superman. Got to find out more about him. Uh-oh, he's getting into that big black car at the curb. Well, I'll just follow him as Superman. There we are, all set. The window's open. I'll go out that way. Up and away! Now, oh, where is he? Oh, there's his car. Up higher. Up! It's heading west toward River Road. Away! Leaping higher into the bright, cloudless sky like some great red and blue bird, Superman streaks above the metropolis traffic, which moves like a procession of tiny ants far below. His keen eyes never leave the big black car in which Sidney drives, and he follows it through the outskirts of the city, then into the country on a broad, rolling highway. A little over an hour later... When the car turns off the highway into a narrow dirt road through the trees, Superman is still high above, watching it stop before a low, rambling house of stone and timbers into which Sidney enters. Dropping a little lower, the man of steel hovers, his eyes searching, probing. Just one other person in the house, a manservant, oriental of some sort. Nothing suspicious so far. He... Wait a minute. That closet in his room. I can't see into that. 
Oh, it's made of mirrored doors opening into the room and bathroom. I can't see through the lead backing on the mirrors. The closet ceiling must have been painted with a heavy lead paint. Ah, Sidney's lying down on his couch. Looks like he's going to take a little nap. Well, I'll just look over the ground. As Superman searches the ground surrounding the house and the nearby woods, Sidney, reclining on a couch, his eyes closed, speaks in a low voice, barely moving his lips, addressing his remarks to Henry Miller, the atom man, who is concealed in the glass-doored closet at the foot of the couch. Uh, don't. Don't open the door any wider, Miller. It's stuffy in here. Well, we can't take any chances. Superman may be above the house at this very moment. What makes you think that? Well, he's no fool. I hinted very strongly to Kent that I believe he's Superman, so he'll naturally be suspicious of me and look the place over thoroughly before he comes here tonight. You shouldn't have made him suspicious. I had to, or he wouldn't bother to show up. I purposely laid myself open to him so that when he comes here tonight, he won't possibly think that I'm in league with you or with any other of his enemies. <laughs> I was even careful to leave some good fingerprints on his desk, <laughs> which I'm sure that he'll investigate. You left your fingerprints? <laughs> Naturally. Don't worry, don't. There's no record of them in Washington or anywhere else. When, when Mr. Kent and the police get through investigating me, they'll... They'll find I'm exactly what I said I was. A retired businessman with an apartment in town and a house in the country. <laughs> oh, I hope yeah, I'm always right, Miller. Can't afford to be wrong. I've gone over every detail. Superman or Kent will certainly come here tonight. And while you remain in that closet, he can't see you. There's a sheet of lead in the ceiling and heavy lead backing behind the mirrored walls. You're positive he can't see through lead? Positive. Now remember, when Kent arrives, I'll bring him in here. If he's Superman, he'll become dazed, as you say he did at the Daily Planet when you approached him. Yes, he practically collapsed. If that happens tonight, I'll call to you. You've got your converter and metal gloves? Yes, right here in my pocket. You'll have them on. We'll take him outside and you'll expose him to just enough atomic power to make him lose consciousness. Then we'll keep him in a coma until he finally starves to death. <laughs> Will Clark Kent, who is Superman, step into the trap set by Sidney and the Atom Man? We'll return in a moment to find out. But right now, I see that Dan McCullough is waiting to talk to you. You know, uh, I guess I'm a pretty forgetful guy. All week long, I've forgotten to put in a special plug for the girls who are collecting those swell new comic buttons from packages of Kellogg's Pep. And everybody knows that the girls get just as much fun of these slick-looking buttons as the fellas do. No wonder. It's mighty exciting when Mom opens a new package of pep to see which button you'll find inside. Maybe it's a comic character that you don't have yet, like Orphan Annie or her dog Sandy or Haroldine or even Superman himself. Or maybe it'll be a duplicate so that you can have the fun of swapping with one of your friends. But whichever comic strip character it is, it's bound to be doggone smart looking. And these buttons sure do show up when you pin them on your jacket or dress or cap. And they're so easy to get. You don't send in a single penny, not even a box stop. Why, you can't even buy them anywhere. They come only as exclusive prizes in packages of that super delicious whole wheat flake cereal, Kellogg's Pep. Ask Mom to get you some Pep tomorrow. Then, see which prize you find inside the package. One of these dazzling new comic buttons or a military insignia or warplane button. There's a button in every package of P-E-P. -P. Pep, made by Kellogg's of Battle Creek. Now back to the adventures of Superman. 
big clock in the city room of the Metropolis Daily Planet shows 20 minutes past 7 o'clock in the evening. Only a few reporters, hats tipped back on their heads, still sit at their typewriters. Jimmy Olsen, feet cocked on his desk, slumps back in his chair, snoring gently, as Clark Kent enters and walks swiftly to the boy reporter. All right, wake up, Jim. Uh, where? Oh, Mr. Kent. Gosh, I was having the worst dream. Teufel had us tied oh, up. Never mind your dreams now. What about Sidney? Sidney? Mm-hmm. Oh, oh yeah. Well, he's okay, Mr. Kent. Okay. Yeah, I don't know who you thought he was, but... He... Did Inspector Henderson have his fingerprints checked? Mm-hmm. A guy from headquarters was here right after you left. Henderson called just a little while ago and said to tell you there was no record of Sidney's fingerprints in the department or in Washington. Mm-hmm. Did Henderson know anything about Sidney? Yeah, he said he never heard of him. How about Candy Myers? Did he check on Sidney? Uh-huh. He said Mr. Sidney is a retired businessman, like he told you. He used to be a partner in a glass importing company. He retired three years ago, and Candy says made a pile of money. Yeah, the house he lives in must have cost a pretty penny. Oh, go on, Jim. What else? Well, he's a bachelor, and he's got an apartment in the Oglethorpe Apartments and a house in the country near Glenville. Uh-huh. He calls it Green Meadows. The doorman and elevator boys at the Oglethorpe told Candy Sidney was a nice, quiet guy. Oh, yeah, he belongs to the Metropolis Athletic Club. It's a good, respectable club. Anything else? No, I don't think so. Oh, yeah, he's got a valet named Gito. Yes, I saw him. So both Inspector Henderson and Candy Myers give Sidney a clean bill of health, yeah, eh? Yeah, he's white as a lily. Huh. Well, look, Mr. Kent, what's this all about? Why were you suspicious of him? Well, what's the difference? I watched the place practically all afternoon, and I couldn't see anything to worry about either. Hey, look, I almost starved waiting for you to have lunch. Let's go have dinner, and you can tell me about it. No, huh? can do, Jim. I've got an appointment. Oh, shucks. Well, come on, we'll go downstairs together. No, you go ahead. I've I got one or two things to do before I leave. I'll see you tomorrow. Okay, good night. Good night, Jim. Oh, these clothes again. Ah, looks like I spent a lot of time, did a lot of worrying for nothing. Sidney seems to be all right. If he does think I'm Superman, I might be able to talk him out of it. Or at least, since he's a decent citizen, persuade him to keep it under his hat. There we are, all set. Up with the window. And out to Green Meadows. Up and away! Leaping into the air, Superman streaks through the dark night to Sidney's house in the wooded countryside, where, after searching above the house carefully again, he drops to earth and resumes the garb and guise of reporter Clark Kent. Then, ascending the three stone stairs to the heavy oak door, he rings the bell. Well, good evening, Mr. Kent. I'm delighted to see you. Delighted. Come right in. Oh, thanks, Mr. Sidney. Gito will take your hat and your coat. Oh, all right. You've no idea how glad I am to see you. Thank you, Gito. Gets quite lonesome out here in the country alone. I was just sitting here listening to the radio. But now that you're here, we can have an interesting evening. (laughs) With Superman. With Superman? Discussing him, of course. (laughs) If you will just follow me, Mr. Kent, I have all my material in my study. Fine. I'm very anxious to see it. Unaware of the deadly, inescapable trap he is stepping into, Clark Kent follows Sidney down the hall to the study, where in the lead-lined closet which Superman's X-ray vision cannot penetrate, waits the deadly Atom Man, the electronic converter fastened to his throat, the strange metal gloves on his hands. What will happen? Can anything save Superman now? Don't miss Monday's thrilling episode. Be sure to be with us then. Same time, same station to hear the adventures of Superman. Faster than a speeding bullet. More powerful than a locomotive. Able to leap tall buildings at a single bound. Look, 
up in the sky. It's a bird. It's a plane. It's Superman. Fellows and girls, be sure to follow the adventures of Superman. Brought to you every day, Monday through Friday, same time, same station, by the grand old Kellogg Company of Battle Creek. And for other thrilling adventures of Superman, see your local newspaper. Superman is also a copyrighted feature, appearing in Superman DC Publications.